Uh, this guy is called the Standing Streamer. with regret you're watching putting you over welcome everybody welcome to putting you over <clears throat> i'm the standing streamer and we are live here tonight on august 11th for another episode of putting you over eight we're gonna talk a little wrestling tonight 9 30 we're going to have the real world's champion, the TNA world's champion, Moose, here with us tonight. Excellent. Bring us over. How's it going, sir? Going well. Going well? We're... Uh, I said at the start of the show, I'm watching Impact here. I was like, oh, man, it would be awesome if Moose was just finished his match and then, <laughs> and then he shows up on here. Um, for those in the chat tonight, we are talking to the real world's champion, the TNA world's champion. And uh, yeah. how you doing tonight? Thanks for giving us your time. No, oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me see. Let me pull up my notes right here. Um, I was listening to, I was doing some research and I was listening to, and someone called you, uh, the chocolate flare with your robes, your entrance, your style. Uh, was flair one of your favorite wrestlers growing up? Um, definitely. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he was everybody's favorite yeah, wrestlers growing up. That's um, true. That's I mean, a good point. The first time I ever watched wrestling, um, it was, a uh, the, was it 92 Warrior Rumble? Yes. Um, so it was the first time, and Flair won it, and it was the first time I pretty much fell in love with wrestling. I'll never forget yeah. that Royal Rumble too, because yeah, probably my favorite favorite Royal Rumble to watch. Uh, it definitely stands out compared to the other. Yeah, and uh, it, it does. Yeah, he, go ahead. He's, I mean, definitely <laughs> my top four favorite wrestlers of all time. So. Who who else and, is up there with you? Uh, Macho Man, uh, Kurt, not 
Macho Man Scott Hall and believe it or not, Bill Goldberg. Bill, you know what? I was just putting down Bill Goldberg right before we got on. Not putting down, but I was saying like uh, we were talking about if Roman Reigns was going to return, and uh, you know we got to get Bill Goldberg back in the ring. I was like, I don't really want to see him anymore, but. I don't know, man. I just, I guess he never resonated with me. I don't, I don't know why, really. I guess maybe I was more a WWE attitude guy then. But I mean, you can't. I mean, he's one of my favorite, not because of his yeah. wrestling, just a, but yeah. more of his presence. Yeah. And, um, the the demeanor he went to the ring with intensity, like, um, his intensity, yeah, or stuff like he. Um, he probably had the, the the best presence in all of wrestling history. Like his presence was so great, and just, I think that's what made him who he was. Not really a wrestling match, but yeah. And you guys had uh, you guys almost run a semi-parallel uh, track to wrestling. You know, you both came from the NFL. You both played for Atlanta, actually. Yeah. Um, you you had gone to a couple other teams too. Uh, the Patriots, uh, the Rams, and I think that story is so unique because you didn't even st- you didn't you, you didn't even start playing football until you were a junior in high school. Then you went yeah. on to play a, a little farther north than where I am right now at Syracuse. And uh, like, where are you located right now? I'm I'm in Albany, New York, uh, but I have friends mm-hmm. and family out there in Syracuse. So gotcha. yeah, so. Uh, that's just that was so interesting. Like you, you weren't playing any sports, any football, till your junior year in high school. Uh, what made you yeah. jump on board with that? Uh, most of my friends did it. Um, pretty much what makes us do any things. Mm-hmm. When you see peer pressure, you see our friends do stuff. So it That's makes right. you want to do it. Could have been worse. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I had a question about the Patriots and Bill Belichick, but did you have any run-ins with him at all? What do you mean? Like, I I just feel like I, I I was just wondering what it would be like to play under Bill Belichick. Oh, I mean, he's greatest coach ever, coach. Yeah, uh, right. On the field, he's he's more of an asshole, but off the field, he's really really great guy, cool guy, um, stand up guy. Like, yeah. um, but um, he's kind of like a wrestler. He's a worker. Once the camera turns on, yeah. he turns into a different different person. You know. Yeah, very competitive. I mean, he seems very competitive. That that makes sense to me. So explain to me how, uh, I believe, the middle linebacker for the Rams, uh, James Laurinaitis, gets you, you, I think he was the middle linebacker, gets you a tryout uh, for the WWE. Easy. Um, His uncle was John Laurinaitis. So, um, and James knew I was always a big wrestling guy and big a fan because um, I would talk to him about a lot of the stuff that was going on at that time with um, WWE and their product. So once I was done playing, I hit him up and told him if he had any connections. And he hit up his uncle in less than a week um, or less than two weeks. I got a tryout. Wow. And um, so that was in – where was that tryout? Um, it was in Tampa, uh, the old facility. Oh, okay. the, the, um, the performance center was the thing. Yeah, at this point. I think it was. Um, I forgot who ran. So, how did that tryout go for you? Well, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so you went. Um, now, from what I've learned, you were doing a trial. You were doing well, but you you got knocked in the head, and I think you got concussed. Yeah. And at the time, that scared them away due to yeah because of my whole football yeah, past and all the concussions I had. So they told me the if I really love wrestling, then um, I would get get trained because you got to understand at this point I haven't had any training I was just going off right. pure Skill. athletic yeah. from football so they tell me if you really love this and really want to do this um, find the school and train and we'll see what happens and that's exactly what I did and that school was uh, Mr. Hughes's school in Atlanta yeah Mr. Hughes's school was the first school I trained with to start out the first few months of his journey. Yeah. And then um, I got introduced with Scott Demore, and um, he trained me for a good bit, too. And I, I consider him a good friend, like more like a mentor or anything. Yeah. You um, you had said something that I found really interesting. Uh, Hughes taught you, or the Hughes School taught you, uh, like, to do the moves and take the bumps and what to do. Mm-hmm like that but uh scott Demore taught you the psychology why you're gonna do this move why you're gonna take that bump yeah. and uh i i just i thought that was great um yeah. so you go there and then it's like ring of honor that's where i stumbled upon you ring of honor um mm-hmm. and also another um another i guess friend of the show um that i've talked to before his name is larry dallas and he told yeah. me to uh, say hi to you. Oh, said, yeah. Yeah, he goes, with Larry. Yeah. yeah. He said Larry's a, a good friend of you. So you went from Ring of Honor, um, that's where I stumbled upon you, and then to Impact. And uh, what was that debut like in Impact? Oh, uh, I mean, uh, it was awesome. I think my first debut at Impact, I did a thing with, um, with Bennett. I mean, I think Bennett brought me in, and I um, – I think my first feud was with Lashley. It was like a collision course with the two biggest guys in the company with myself and Lashley. And I laid them out my first night, my first night in the company. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was fun. I remember it, it was um, awesome. The fans took it well. It was a total surprise. Nobody knew I was coming in because yeah. my contract just ended with Ring of Honor like the week before. So it was like, it was a fast, a, a quick turnaround. Yeah. And going one week working with one company to the next week working a new company. There was, um, at that time, at like, because it's internet, everyone's talking, there's social media and everything. At that time, Moose was, is he going to go to W? Like, where is he going? And mm-hmm. sure enough, there you were in Impact. Um, and I remember those matches with Lashley. Those, I mean, whew. Yeah. Um, Question in the chat wants to know: Would you rather have another face run, or is being heel much more fun? Um, I mean, I'm one of those guys I consider I could do anything. Um, I, I I feel like I could I would if I ever was to go back to being a baby face. Um, I think I'll be more over as a baby face because now that I am a heel. I actually know what it takes to be a good baby face and what I did before was just natural and instincts right. where 
when my old my first run as a baby face was just instincts where now as i've been a hill and in a good hill for the last few years i actually know what i need to do what makes a good baby face instead of just going off the of instincts i actually know what makes a good baby face so i think if i ever was to go back to being the baby face i'll actually be really good at it because i've learned a lot just from being a hill do you feel at least one silver lining in this wrestling in front of no fans uh, has helped you uh, with certain aspects of getting over as a, especially as a heel, like facial expressions, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know about getting over, but I, I do know that there's positives about having no fans. Cause it makes you work on little things that you don't even think about knowing yeah. um, when there was fans there. Like you understand that it, without fans, it's quiet. And a lot of people, when they wrestle, don't talk. When they wrestle, don't <laughs> yeah. say nothing. They just don't move, some moves, the moves, the moves. But now there's no fans there. It's dead quiet. So um, it, it makes you work on, work on your verbiage and what you say during a match and um, how you have to make what you say make sense and just not spitting out stupid verbiage because the the audio and the cameras could pick pick up everything you're hearing because there's no fans there. So it, it teaches you that little things that you don't you take for granted when there's fans in the ring. Um, I remember in Impact not too not too long ago, I don't know, a little ways back, you were you would work with uh, Killer Cross in Impact at that time. You guys uh, would have I think you guys were teaming at the time. Uh, that mm -hmm. stuff was good. I loved. Uh, the stuff you did with the Rascals and Eddie Edwards in the Insane Asylum, that stuff right there alone, I mean, you are a creative, funny, I mean, you're not, you're talented in the ring. I'm going to put you over here. You're very talented in the ring. But that creative stuff you did with the Rascals and Eddie Edwards in the Insane Asylum, I mean, that just takes your character to a whole new level. It's just great stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, thanks, appreciate it. I mean, I can't. I wish I could tell you um, what we have going on and yeah. with the stuff now, but you just have to watch. But I mean, I, I think the next few months will show you a different side of me that viewers um, haven't seen. Um, the whole TNA. Let, let's let's change the topic to and let's get off Impact and get back on TNA. When you came out uh, with that TN, TNA championship belt at uh oh gosh uh, rebel rebellion maybe i don't know yeah. wherever you came out with it you, you just walked out declaring yourself the world the world's champion tna world champion again first of all one i loved seeing that belt back two is was that the original plan because um yeah the original plan was for me to win it at the um, shows in Tampa in April, but with yeah. COVID going on, yeah. we had to bring the title in a different way. So, no, that was a good well, way to bring it. What's in. better than me just showing up with a title? I mean, nothing beats that. Like, I think it makes my hill run even more ridiculous than actually winning it. Yeah, I I think it does. I think that actually uh, brings more attention to to the TNA your character that you're going with right now than to have like uh 
I, I think you guys were going to do a King of the Mountain type of match uh, going back, you know, uh, going back to the TNA days. Uh, I can't wait to see where this storyline goes. Um, somebody said to me, I think it might have been you, Vanessa, uh, who's still here, said split, <laughs> split impact into two factions, the TNA originals and, and the impact wrestlers, uh, you being the champion on TNA and uh, Eddie Edwards. I mean, I mean, that would be a good, I mean, on paper, it sounds good, yeah. but I don't think we have enough people on our roster. I mean, you understand, we're not WWE. We don't have a right. hundred wrestlers on our roster to have a split brand, you know? So I, yeah, like I hear, I see fans tweeting ideas like that on Twitter all the time, but it's like, be realistic. I mean, we have 30 guys active max on our roster i mean you can't have a show with you can't have two shows with 15 right wrestlers for you know so uh, yeah it sounds cool on paper but uh, it's something that would never happen uh another and bob in the chat who had the question uh, earlier about face and heel points out that you walking out with the impact championship or the tna championship sorry champ uh you walking out with that title is very 1992 Ric Flair. So it does yeah. come full circle. Um, yeah, it does. I mean, same thing he did when he brought over the NWA title yeah. after he left. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you're, uh, I, I'm saying Flair. So the first, I'm thinking of robes right now. Uh, how many robes do you actually own? Um, I think, are they 11 or 12? <laughs> are, yeah. uh, has it become uh, addicting? Like, like I collect concert posters. Uh, and I buy one, and I just keep buying. Is it like I mean, that? Yeah, they, they are. They are. It does get addicting, but you have to be smart because they are also yeah. pricey. So, um, uh, like at this point now, I only get new rows made when it's a big pay per view. Like if it's a slammer, I used to. I, I mean, uh, I'll say I'll, I'll get a row made every pay per view. I'll say, but then I usually sell one of my older ones once I buy a new one. It gets to a point now that if I buy a new one, then I'll sell the old one. But I usually buy them every pay-per-view. I'll bring in a new row. But I'll, I'll try to sell one. Because, I mean, it's pricey. You're going to talk about from spending from a grand to 1800 on a row, you know, so it gets pretty pricey. Yeah. Um, I'm watching Impact's on right now, and they're doing this Wrestle House stuff. And I, I just think yeah, I'm to, watching it too. Yeah. Are you? And I'm thinking, man, Moose is so funny and creative. Like, I would love to see you in one of these uh, skits. I guess vignettes. It'd be interesting. yeah. I mean, uh, we'll see. I mean, this is the first season that they're trying, and is is really popular right now. So yeah, we'll see how popular it gets. And I mean, you never know. I mean. I'm sure at some point, all every one, everybody on our roster is going to get a chance to be on it. So yeah, we'll see. As long as Mr. Dreamer lets you in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, TNA, uh, with, with your world championship, um, where, uh, what, what do you have in store? What's a, uh, what are the goals for for Moose, the real world's champ? Uh, honestly, um, just to get better every time I step in the ring. Um, I, I really don't like making long-term girl yeah. goals because in wrestling, 
at the end of the day, you're not, you really don't control where you go. You yeah. can only physically get better and work on yourself. So um, I just, every time I step in the ring, I just want to get better than I was the last time I was in the ring, you know? And that's what wrestling and character related stuff and promo. Um, is there anybody you've not worked with in Impact? We'll just say uh, in Impact. Is there anybody you have not worked with in Impact that you would like to? Oh yeah, it's, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of guys. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you got Doc. I mean, I've worked with Doc before, just yeah. haven't worked him in Impact. But um, Doc is somebody I would love to work. Um, Carl Anderson's never got I would love to work. Eric Young, I've never worked him. Um, so we have we have a bunch of fresh faces and yeah. a few guys that I would like to um, lock horns with. Um, even guys like Rich Swan, I, um, we had like a small little mingle at the gauntlet a few about eight months ago. So I mean, but um, we have a highly talented roster. I mean, there's a bunch of guys on this roster I would like to to work with. Yeah, your EC3 is back. I know you guys are good friends. Yeah, yeah. so it's good to see him back there. Uh, is there anything you haven't accomplished, like belt? Like, have you been the X Division champ? No, I haven't. But I mean, like, like I said, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a long time left with Impact, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Um, has there been any? Because we've all been stuck inside for the most part, or at least, I mean, now we're getting out slowly. But before that, we have been. Uh, has there been any new talents or skills that you've learned? That you can use in or out of the ring. Uh, you just have to watch to see that. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> you just have to watch, watch to see that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 once in a while, I'll go to a wrestling ring and try to work on some stuff. But I mean, I can't just give it up right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. You have to watch a product to see. You would definitely see it if I've done it. If you've never seen me do it before. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, your ring style for for the people in the chat that maybe have never seen you. We're gonna push this out to YouTube. People that haven't seen you. Uh, you you don't work as the, the average big man. Uh, how would you describe your style and your your technique in the ring? Mm, I mean, I, I um I, I think I'm kind of hybrid. I mean, I, yeah. it depends on who I'm facing. I mean, I. I pride myself on being able to work any any kind of style, but to answer that question, I guess uh, my style depends on who my opponent is. If I'm wrestling a big guy, you, you need a, a big style match, I could give you that. If you need a Japanese style match, I could give you that. If you need, if you need a Lucha style match, even though I, I haven't done that in a while, I could give you that too. Like I pretty much can get, um, I'm hybrid. I could, I do it all. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Well, Mr. Uh, Champ, I have breezed through all the notes that I took down for tonight. Vanessa, do you have anything that you would like to ask the real world champion? No, you've kind of glossed over everything I wrote down. I saw a big M on the screen, and I was like, oh, here he comes. No, it's not him. It's Myers. But that's okay. Um, What I'd like to do at the end of the show, Moose, is Mm -hmm. uh, give the proverbial uh, microphone to you. The floor is yours. You can uh, put over anything you want. You can say literally anything you want. I will not interrupt. Go ahead, champ. Um, for all the guys who like me um, and follow me, thanks. I appreciate your support. For all you guys that hate me, 
Thanks. I appreciate your support. <laughs> um, you could follow me on Twitter at the Moose Nation and on Instagram at Moose Nation sixty nine. Awesome, awesome, Moose. I really appreciate you giving us the time tonight, especially during these times. And uh, I can't wait to see what you, we got in store. So, have yourself a great night. Thanks for having me. Awesome. No problem. Later. Right. Awesome. That was great. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer.